Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to This Is About Movies? What a question mark. Yeah. It's about a movie today. Just one. We're talking about Avatar, The Way of Water. Although we do kind of talk about the first one. Too. James Cameron's second Avatar film <laughs> in the yet-to-be-seen saga of Avatar films. The first one uh, fully encapsulating his love of the ocean. Yes. We, we have a feeling that we're going to stay in the ocean for a while now. <laughs> but yeah, this movie's, this movie's great. We both... We both like this movie. Surprise. Uh, yeah, big surprise, to, everybody. To me. And to, yes, and to Jeremiah. <laughs> that I, surprise to me that I liked it. <laughs> we hope you enjoy our discussion about it. If you haven't heard the podcast before, this is about movies. Is just a discussion between uh, Jeremiah and myself, Randy or, May. Or whoever else and is here. But for this one, it's, it's just here. us. But yeah, it's just a talk. We're just a couple of friends. We like to watch movies and... Then we talk about them. So we're not necessarily <laughs> reviewing them, uh, although we do get critical in our discussion at times. But it is a little bit more laid back, so we hope that you like the meanderingness of the, the structure. Or or if you don't, if you don't I'd then say check out at least four or five more just to make sure. Just to make sure, yeah. You, you know. can't be certain. Because I, you know, I didn't like the first one. But the second one was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Fair Sometimes enough. you're wrong about the first one. <laughs> or, or you know, maybe you're right about the first one, but then by the second one you listen to, like, oh, they got it this time. They yeah. learned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we spoil pretty much everything we talk about. So, yeah, we definitely spoil Avatar The Way of Water. So if you haven't seen the film and you want to, then maybe don't listen to this yet. Unless you uh, do we spoil, spoil anything else? This time, I don't think so. I don't think so. Generally, if we talk about stuff, we do. I mean, we, we do talk a little bit about Metal Gear Solid at a certain point, <laughs> and I guess you could say that. that spoilers, spoilers, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's so out of context. You, that, wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't get that it was a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe don't worry about too too much about that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we spoil anything else. So, yeah. Have fun and listen to this one. And, and, and then another one. <laughs> Fun and listen to this one. I'm so tired. <laughs> All right. Avatar Way of Water. Here we go. Let's uh, dive in, shall we? Let's go. <laughs> well, sorry I got so Uh, I legit did not know what you were talking about. I didn't understand. I don't remember, like you're telling me now, but at the time I heard you talking, but I could not understand what you were saying. And all I knew was like, you were being louder than the movie. And I was like, trying to like set like, no, 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 no. Like I'm really into this. And then like, and, and I just, you know, <laughs> as it was like, shut up. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I wasn't louder than, I wasn't louder than the movie to other people. In the no, movie. no, I, that's what I'm saying. It was just to me, but it was yeah. like, yeah. Anyways, that's why I was so upset. So, yeah. I also feel like you probably think I was ragging on the movie and I didn't like it. I I assumed that, yeah, because you were, you were oh. laughing pretty much the whole time. I loved it. <clears throat> well, Love Strong. I liked it. Just them taking out, like I told you before, just... I, I think I said something like a thousand times better if you take out unobtainium because I thought that was the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard when I heard it. 
They took it out and they didn't give the new thing a name. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, brain juice, the really shiny brain juice stops humans from aging. I mean, okay, that's cool. What's it called? <laughs> it's called no, nothing. Un- it's, not, it's definitely not an obtainium. Un- 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 non non you, you ain't old no more. <laughs> no, you 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 now froze. You froze no, now you froze. at age now you are now. Well that's a surprise. I did not think you were gonna like it. <laughs> oh yeah. Way better. Wait, like you like it because it's better than the other one, or you like it because you think it's good? Um on its own merit. Nah, not on its own merit. I don't know that I'd ever watch it again. But it's way better than the second one. And especially going in with lower. First one. There's always something about going <clears throat> in with the opposite expectation. And then you come out of the movie. So it's that. So you're like judging it based on that. Mm-hmm. Like I went into the first one going, everyone's saying this is awesome. And it w- was completely not for me. So it's just like, you know. Uh, from going from going to a one to a ten, mm-hmm. or opposite, I guess, for that one. From going to what I thought it was going to be a ten down to a one, you're judging it off of that nine point gap. But then this one going in like this is going to be garbage, and you know thinking it's a one, or, or like being prepared for it to be a one mm. or a two or a three, and then it's like a six. You're like, wow, that was so good. <laughs> I would say 10 second review, cheesy, kind of, but good. Mm. But way better, way better than the first one. Yeah, like cheesy, like, you're not in Kansas anymore. You didn't, you didn't have to say that. No, I laughed that too. <laughs> but that's, I think that was a callback because it was a line from the first one. Yeah, you didn't have to say the first one either. No, I know. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, because he's the same guy. Of course he'd say it at the same point. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good on its own, but I also liked the first one. I know that's controversial these days, but <laughs> I know it's cheesy. I know that it has really, like, well-worn story, but I feel like it's it's a good version of that story. Yeah, and this one um, also felt more action-y. Mm, I actually thought it felt less action-y. I mean, then again, I've only ever seen the first one once, and and I hated it. So (laughs) even what action was in it, I I don't know. In my memory, it's like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Like the the divey down stuff and, like, using them to, I don't know, to, like, (laughs) actually using their mounts rather than being like, you're a flying machine. Like, just how they go with them and fight with them and flow with them and bite with them and kill with them. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, it felt more actiony, and I'm a lot more forgiving of a cliche storyline if it is more actiony. Because then you're telling me, because the point of an action movie isn't really the story. It's, it's like watch this cool thing we came up with. And if you can do, if you're if you're gonna do that, like have a giant whale jump out of the water and smash a boat, that's pretty cool. That's on par with Uncharted flying pirate ships, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many pirate ships? Yeah, I thought this was a bit better than that part, or than the flying pirate ships in Uncharted. I mean, I'm saying it's up there with it, 
in, in like an action kind of way. I see. Like to get you off your. To not worry about. To get the, you out of your seat. Yeah. Like <clears> just <throat> be excited about what's being shown. Mm-hmm. Not, where, where it's clearly not about the story. Because the story, even in Uncharted, it's, there's a pirate ship. It flies. The second one does too. Yeah. Why? Just look at it. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean, in comparison, like, Uncharted is just, just going, like, set piece to set piece. It's just like, how can we make this next set piece bigger than the last and more outrageous? And it's fun because of that, but it doesn't make sense and you're okay with that. But in this one, I felt like they earned every set piece that they had. Everything felt very, for lack of a better word, grounded in reality, uh, or at least in the reality of this world. And so when you have, like, these big moments they've spent a lot of time building up your understanding and your relationship of this world and with this world. And so when you have these like big action set pieces, like the whale hunt and then the, the reverse of that with the whale hunting them and all that the stuff. The whale hunt and the <clears throat> whale hunt. Yes. It like, I don't know. It feels like they, they feel like they're more than just action. They're, they're narratively, narratively driven like action pieces, which I think is really good. They're not just action for the sake of action, uh, which is why I felt like this one didn't have as much because they focus so much more on just the character's relationship to each other and their relationship to this new world that they're in, which, I mean, you can tell, obviously, that James Cameron loves the ocean. You can tell that he loves <laughs> just all of that, just nature in general, and is very much, uh, you know, even with the first film, trying to, you know, using sort of like 9-11 imagery to sort of provoke a response to, you know, this desecration of the earth that was happening and then taking that. Well, yeah, a, mi- a military um, industrial complex mm-hmm. overtaking a planet to use the planet's yeah. life force. <clears throat> well, even just from the very beginning of this film, like with their ships coming down, like they're pretty awe-inspiring. But they're like compl- just like pulverizing the environment around them, like making melting stuff and turning everything into molten lava um, as they just just so that they can land softly. They <laughs> burn down entire forests just to land a couple ships. It's like it's pretty intense and very on the nose, I think, for the most of the film. Like you, you know exactly where James Cameron's coming from. He's not he's not trying to hide behind anything with it. But I think he does a good job at. I don't know. At times that that message is is presented in a really cheesy way, especially when you have the some characters who are more like caricature-y, um, mm. like the whale hunter and the even the scientist. <laughs> the uh, scientist <clears throat> who completely disagrees with everything that he's doing and yet he's keeps doing, doing, it, doing yeah. it, yeah. Even when they, you know, they have their sort of like big pompous moments, they, you know, mustache twirling moments like it's kind of like okay but i think again you kind of like you okay you're okay with or at least i'm okay with those things even though they are cheesy and they're they're a little bit over the top or on the nose because everything else feels so real or grounded Uh, i don't know if the experience would have been different watching it in 3d because i mean we didn't watch it in 3d watch it standard this time mostly now because when i watched the first one i wasn't wearing glasses how long ago this movie that movie came out? <laughs> uh, I it's hard for me to watch 3D movies with glasses now because you have to wear glasses on top of your glasses, and that just is never a good time. But I remember the first film 
seeing it in 3D and thinking I've never seen a 3D movie that I've liked and like that I've liked the 3D element of. And this one felt like the first time that I was like completely blown away by it. And I remember seeing it again later, not in 3D and thinking, man, it's just not the same. Like it just doesn't transport you the way that that, that one did uh, the, the way that it did in 3D. Um, so I was a little like for this one, I was like, man, I really wish I could see it in 3D, but I also know that I'd probably be more focused on the, the annoyance of having to wear two pairs of glasses at the same time. Um, yeah. 3D to me is not and, um, like the 3D they do is more like 2.5D. Well, it's just a, I mean the way he, the way James Cameron does it in these films, I can only speak for the first one, but it's different than anything else. Like, and it always, it also feels like, 3D that doesn't like bother me, like it doesn't hurt my eyes. I don't know. I want, just I want everything to it, be so. like, like everything to be 3D that I'm looking at, like a like VR. I gotcha. VR to me is 3D, mm-hmm. but when you have like a leaf that's closer than this leaf, and then the characters behind that leaf, that's 2.5 to me. <laughs> like that's messing with like. <laughs> some of it i guess mm-hmm. but i want i want like that the character i'm looking at to be 3d like like it would in vr mm-hmm. so if it's not like if it's not that kind of 3d i'd rather not watch the quote 3d yeah. and so far well i don't know of any movies that have done that yeah i i'm my whole point of bringing that up was just because i think that it's there was like a sense of i think awe that a lot of people had when they watched that first film, which is why I think it was so successful. I didn't feel that sense of awe in this, but maybe it's just because I, I know, you know, I knew what we were going into and so it wasn't a surprise. And But at the same time, the scale of this movie feels, I don't know, there's something about it. I like it more. Like I like this movie more than the first film for a lot of reasons. I think the story is better. I like that they focus on the kids so much and not on Jake Sully. I don't really care for, for that character or even that actor really. They're just he's he always sort of gives very dry performances. They're very flat. He was fine in this, but I think he was only good because of his relationship mm-hmm. to the kids. Whereas I loved all the kid characters in this. Honestly the one I liked the least was the one the eldest son, which was the most like him. I mean, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but I liked. Uh, I felt like those were like, <clears throat> no, it was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I really loved um, Sigourney Weaver's character, Kiki. Although we we still don't know where she came from or how she came to be or all that stuff. I, I oh, Virgin Birth, straight up. Come on, yeah. I, know, I mean, I know how it, like, what happened, or at least, but <laughs> we don't know what's going on behind it. But she's, it seems like he's leaving. Jesus. Uh, just Jesus. Oh, okay. It's the blue we're, Jesus. <laughs> Blue Jesus. <laughs> they're leaving. They're setting stuff up for the sequels, obviously, in a way that doesn't feel like, uh, oh, man, what's going to happen next? I don't know. He just makes a lot of interesting choices and just completely doubles down on all of them, and I think it pays off and works out really well. And So it makes it a, a world that I really want to explore again and explore more of. But I think I liked how, I don't know, the first film's story felt very grand. It was very, very big story and this one felt very much like they focused in a little bit more onto a small conflict which is interesting for a sequel because usually with the sequel you go bigger 
But this was like, nope, it's just one boat versus yeah, a bunch of people in the water. But, but is that this managed a, to be better than... Is this a sequel know. or is it <clears throat> the start of a new trilogy? I mean, it's probably the start of a new trilogy, but it still feels like... I think it's it was a good choice for them to make, to tell the story that way, so... Yeah, to me, yeah. Well, to me, it felt like this is a new story. Mm-hmm. Oh, here are some guys you remember from. You remember Backstory? The mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember Backstory Avatar One, the prequel. <laughs> yeah. well, those are they're from that, but it, this is a different story. It's yeah. about their kids. It on well, I mean, it feels like I mean, even with the uh, <laughs> the like the last line of narration when Jake's talking about how like he he's not going to run anymore. They're going to stay like this is their home now. It's like, okay, James Cameron wants to tell a story about the water, like the ocean, <laughs> and he's just using Avatar as a way into that, which is great. I mean, do it. Go for it. He's like, know? oh, shoot. I really like the ocean now. Yeah. Oh, Avatar but, <laughs> wasn't in the ocean, though. <laughs> which is going to be funny when he is like, you know, gets really into deserts. Or like, or like Mount Everest <laughs> in the or next, something. Yeah, <laughs> over the next 10 years. And then uh, the next film is going to be like, they're like, I know I said we were never going to leave and this is our I home. Got, I got another but. trilogy in mind, guys. <laughs> we're starting off. It's like, you haven't finished the other trilogy yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Stay with me. So we're going to the desert. <laughs> Which happens to be on top of the world's tallest mountain. So what was, you said that this one, you came in with low expectations and... Oh, because um, the first one. <laughs> right. But I mean, but uh, we, like, again, I'm not disagreeing with the things that you don't like about the first one. I just, for whatever reason, they just don't bother me as much, even though I know they bug most people that watch that movie. I don't know. Just something about it. I think maybe because I just like the world so much, I'm like, I'm willing to forgive a lot of sins in order to, to kind of continue to enjoy it, but... Um, uh, I mean, this one I didn't feel like I had to forgive much to enjoy it. <laughs> the, I feel like I'm more negative on it because, at, like, as a response to the like being around here, everyone was like, "Oh, that's the best movie I've ever seen." It's oh. like, absolutely <laughs> not. Go watch any other movie. Any other movie. <laughs> well, it didn't look as good. So. <laughs> Uh, regular skin people just really aren't as pretty as blue skin people. Is, like, is that what you think? And that to you, just whew, ten out of ten. Blue skin people in that movie, ten out of ten. Though the story was so good, the story was. <laughs> take your pick: Fern Gully, Pocahontas, Dances with Wolves. Oh yeah, it was kind of like those, wasn't it? Yeah, and those were all pretty good. <laughs> I don't know why I liked it. So yeah, much. but they didn't have blue people, so yeah, but it wasn't uh, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, w- I will say, this one looked good, but I remember the first one. Like, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna diss the looks of the first one. The first one when it came out was like, holy crap, this looks good. Mm-hmm. This one, I mean, if you stack them side by side, I guess. But you know how in your memory you always. Remember, remember remember it completely wrong yeah like to me final fantasy 7 was the best looking video game of all time until 10 years later when i tried to replay it and i was like i can't even play this garbage <laughs> <laughs> i literally can't stand this but well, uh yeah like i don't know if the first one still holds up 
I feel like it does. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember I, it looking very, again, it very, is. very good. Yeah, there's so there's a. I think part of it is because of the 3D like element of it. Like I think they lean into the 3D a little bit more in the first film than they do in this one. So the way that they compose a lot of their shots is because, you know, it's because of the 3D. It's sort of like being informed by that. And so in this, I don't, I didn't, I didn't get that from it. Um, it didn't feel like, oh, that was a, you know, that was for 3D. Like they did that for, th- you know, like, yeah. and, and now in the me, first one, it to didn't. me, anytime they did the first one, I was like, gimmick which it didn't i didn't i don't know if there was really too many gimmicky things like in the first one it felt like he wanted the 3d to feel very you know just part of that world but i think it still informs the way that they they shoot everything and and so i i don't know how much they leaned into the 3d in this uh since we didn't watch that version of it but uh, it didn't yeah. feel like and, it was and like as even important. if we had an imax i don't know like yeah. maybe we would have gotten to that instead but I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I think it is. It is. It does feel different as far as the visuals go. But I don't think they are worse. I actually think that they're prob- probably on a whole better. Yeah, it's not as surprising. Yeah, I think because we're we're Versus expecting the current it. standard. Like the fact that you don't really ever question. Maybe there are moments, but I I can't think of any off the top of my head where I question the existence of the anything in the movie. Like that's the thing that's that's crazy the to me is like that, yeah. there were there were sort of those uh, uh, they learned a little bit from it I think maybe I don't know what the, so the interactions between humans and Navi in the first film always felt a little weird because one you know one is not real and one is real and also the scale the size difference mm-hmm. is a little dis you know unsettling a little bit because they're so much bigger than the humans. Um, and then, so you have like this romantic scene between a tiny man and a very large blue woman (laughs) and you're like, Oh, what is happening? It, it can be like, you can kind of get into that. (laughs) This is funny because you don't know what to do with it, you know, (laughs) territory and they don't, they, uh, yeah, it's kind of, you're like, okay, whatever. This is weird. They don't, they kind of stay away from that stuff in this movie. And I think too, I think that's a good choice. Even though I think that it's good, it's good, and I think it's important that it is in the first film, and the, that they kind of like, because I think the director is probably, I think James Cameron is probably looking at that and going, "It's not funny. Why are you laughing? Like, it's not meant to be funny." Like, but well, yeah, sometimes it is, is funny, like, but we just mostly because we don't know what to do with it. We've never seen anything like that before, and so it, it's kind of like, uh, what? Yeah. Well, also this one is is played more like he's he's the one that did the crossover. Yeah, and now he has like a new breed of, <laughs> like yeah. his children are a new breed, like that's that's set, that's done. Yeah, we're not gonna have a bunch of humans and a bunch of Navi, all, all getting romantically all involved. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, and yeah, I think, but I think that's part of the reason, because that was the only thing in the first film where I was like, oh, this looks odd. In this one, because we don't really have that, I don't really ever question the existence of anything like in this, like everything feels real. And it's, I kept having moments where I was like, this is like, none of this is real. Like almost none of this is real. It's all CGI. Mm. I'm, I'm sure that there are some, there are, there are scenes or sets and props and things like that. But I know that there's like so much (laughs) that isn't. And it's it's so hard to tell the difference between what is real and what isn't that it all just feels real. 
And that, like, to me, that's such a monumental achievement. Yeah, I was going to say like, at the end, they had, uh, like, they thanked camera crews for live video capture, so. Yeah, well, I mean, they shot everything. <laughs> they shot everything. So there was live stuff. Well, I'm saying, no. yeah, well, right, yeah, there was, yeah. I mean, all the all the stuff is shot on mo- motion capture, but it's like, yeah, it's just wild. Like, it's crazy how good that stuff looks, especially when you get, you know, when you have so much water and water is already complicated and difficult to recreate in a way that feels real. And yet they make the best looking water we've seen even better than real life water. (laughs) You know, it's like, it just, everything felt, it felt like everything interacted. I never even thought about the water being fake. I just assumed that was, I'm sure there was real water and fake water. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of like scenes where like, like even towards the end when spider and Jake are climbing up onto the, the ship, the turned over ship um, or the ship before it's turned over. And they're like, stealthfully infiltrating he climbs up jake and him climb up out of the water and you can see water coming off of both of them and it all feels like it would like it acts like water would act in real life and i just remember being so blown away by that shot it just was like man like the attention to detail the amount of time and effort that it would take to like put all that together it it just is yeah i mean it'd be pretty i'd be very interested to see very extensive behind the scenes you know footage of of a lot of this stuff but it looks really good uh i loved all the sea creature stuff all the underwater stuff all that stuff feels really cool and real and in real in a way that's like alien enough that it feels like it belongs on this planet but not so alien that it doesn't feel like it couldn't exist you know it feels like oh yeah that's a real animal right there that just swam by them <laughs> i like you know? the uh this is like a this is like an angelfish but it's got four eyes yeah, it's, it's like got a four eyes. okay <laughs> <laughs> this is like a whale but it's got two extra tiny fins well so what i was trying to get at earlier with when i was talking to you or when i was asking you was you said you came into the movie not uh not that excited about it what I'd say excited to see how bad it was. <laughs> okay. So then what what do you think was the when what do you think the first signs of like, oh, I actually might like this? What were those what were those? Like you're gonna this is stupid. That's fine. He didn't start off saying in the race for unobtainium <laughs> ten points right out of the gate. In the second battle for unobtainium, Jake Sully. No, they didn't, like they didn't talk about unobtainium. It's just so stu- so stupid. I literally hated the entire movie. <laughs> and it, and it started off. Uh, I don't know. The first one to me really didn't go very deep into lore of stuff like background of the Navi and stuff. And this one's like right when it started off, it's like, this is the Navi thing. We do beads. Beads are significant in the like I lurk I I lurk. I like learning about new stuff or you know, like even fictional tribes, just backstory of stuff. Like you could have made the whole movie that. I would have liked that movie. So when you're telling me when you're telling me more about stuff and how it's different and how 
cool it is. It, like to me, that's just cool and fun. Like you have a whole that you can make up a fictionalized version of something and and give it reasons for being there. And here are the reasons. And here's here's what they do. And here's how they act. And here's how they are. And mm-hmm. Here's why how they are. And I did want to see them tattooing the whales. Unless those aren't tattoos on the whales. <laughs> <laughs> like this is just the natural markers and they tattoo themselves, I guess. But I want I was like you see the whales and you're like, the whales got tattoos. <laughs> you wanna find, show me a whale. You wanna go tattoos. to the whale tattoo yeah. shop? <laughs> or like like there's like, like a thousand people underwater and there's like ding, ding, ding. Yeah, is it the whales that gives them tash- self tattoos or is it the <laughs> The or maybe the whales give the Navi the tattoos. <laughs> oh you know? my god! They just like slap them over the head. <laughs> yeah, no, I like uh, I like stuff like that. And to me, the first one, again, I've only seen it the one time, and it was pure hatred. So <laughs> I don't know how much of it I remember, but it was it was like more about humanity discovering a planet and then wanting to take its stuff. Yeah, which I mean. I really couldn't. One, that's not <laughs> like a deep storyline or anything. Right. Uh, and two, I don't know, to like tell me more. Like even then you could have told me more about like where all the world's falling apart, why they need this unobtainium stuff, what it does, what it is, what it's made of, what it does when they inject it into <clears throat> the accelerant of the, you know, tell mm-hmm. me weird science stuff. Yeah, like go into all that. I want to know all that stuff. But they didn't. They're like, here's MacGuffin. What's MacGuffin? The dumbest name you've ever heard of. Like, to me, just those two things. It's like, man, I'm already halfway out the door. Like, give me a reason. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's like, to me, it just rang real dumb. But this this one at least starts off, and it's like, about the Navi, uh, about their kids, about who's left around, about and, and the Navi traditions and stuff. And then... They kind of tell you all about the forest ones, and they're like, "You know what? Let's get out of here. Let's go. Let's go find these new people." So they're like, "Here's how they're different." So you get like a double dose of that too, yeah. which is cool, I guess. And they're like, "Oh, what are they like? They're brothers and sisters with whales. These whales are kind of cool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, so instead of. What, in real in reality, I'm just saying I don't like Dances with Wolves as much as I like the story of Moby Dick, I guess. I don't know. All right. Fair enough. Herman Melville was <laughs> so good. And like, well, and like I said before, it's more like the, like you go in expecting the lower end. And then, you, you know, you don't get the lower end. So you're like, wow, the difference between what I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. or what I expected versus what it was is like, I mean, it's like six uh, I mean, the difference is six or seven out of ten. I got so it's you. like, holy cow. <laughs> this was enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that's interesting because I went in with pretty high expectations, um, mostly because I'd seen reviews uh, come out for it like last week from a lot of people and – not really reading reviews, but seeing stuff on Letterboxd and seeing how people that I would not normally give movie, I would not expect to give this movie a high review, giving it a very high review. And then seeing like all the people that I follow and it's just like four stars, four and a half stars, four and a half stars, four stars, four and a half. I'm like, holy cow, like this is really high praise for 
this movie, like either it's a technological marvel uh, <laughs> or that they've upped their game in the story department and all this stuff and maybe both. Who knows? And I think it met my expectations, I think, for it. So I, I don't, it didn't really, um, like, I don't want to say that it didn't surprise me in any way. It did, but it just, like I said, I think them taking the story from being this big, broad thing, like you were talking about, how it's like, it's unobtainium, and it's all just about humanity trying to, you know, colonize everybody else, and it's all that stuff, which, you know, there's a there's an important story there. I think that this film benefits so much from being smaller and ha- and tackling such big things, but on a small stage. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't really, like, I expected this to, like, I think just because it is a sequel and they're like, okay, we're going to the ocean. Like I expected us to go all the way to the bottom, to the, you know, bottom of the ocean, all the, you know what I mean? But we really, we barely leave the reef. Like we barely get out of the, like we don't really go out into the ocean. Yeah. Really. Aside from how far he went. Right. To get, yeah. To do the hunt to the the whale the first time. Yeah. But even then, like he, he spends most of the time there in that cove, the three brothers uh, rock thing. But it's like, but at the same time, the story is still so, uh, I don't know, it's just really good. I really liked everything that was happening there. I loved all the stuff with the whale hunt and their relationship with those whales and everything. And You know, now that you say that, maybe that's like James Cameron's thing or like he, it should be his thing. Telling a small story while a bigger thing happens kind of behind it. Like even like even going back to like Terminator. Yeah. They, he doesn't go all into like the future and tell you what's all happening, which the later movies have tried to do. And yeah, kind of like eh. kind of doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> but like even Titanic, he's like it's it's two two people falling in love. Oh God, look what's happening behind them! People are dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, for, well, but for Avatar, yeah, that too. And but then in Avatar one, it was like I don't know. There's something about it where he, I, I guess he started off trying to tell a big story and it was like, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think and I, he's like, it's the biggest story. It's, it's the story the of humanity. Story. It's the story of, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, but unobtainium though. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, I think you, I mean, there's very little that you need to know. From the first film to watch, so this even one. going into this one, yeah. there's a few things that are a little confusing if you don't, if your memory's a little fuzzy on or what happened. Or maybe you might need but, to know, like there are avatars. Yeah, ha- yeah, exactly. I guess there's some sort of like groundwork you do need to do, but it's not much. And what's funny is like, I don't remember if it was the same actor that plays the villain in this one. I don't know if it was somebody like pretending to be like to that be guy him. or if it okay. was that guy. Um, because I didn't know that, is it Kiri or Kiki or, yeah, Kiri, right? Yes. Yeah. Kira, um, Sigourney Kira. Weaver's character, it's supposed to be Sigourney Weaver's character's daughter, is yeah. played by Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver, which I didn't know. I thought, man, this person just sounds a lot like Sigourney Weaver, but in a way like a kid sounds like their parent. Yeah, to me. It, it didn't feel like it was Sigourney Weaver even, just I playing knew her it, I already knew it was her, but even... It sounded like not her. Exactly. So the villain is the same way where it's like he doesn't, he sounds like he has the same kind of like mannerisms and sort of like a way of speaking 
that the other person had, but not the not quite That's so like on. cheesy macho. Maybe it's just him ten years out trying to call back the character. I don't know. That's possible. Has it been 10? Was it what him, was though? It? Was it played by him? I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't look. Because we need to actually we um, look that up. But that's, I actually really enjoyed him in this, whereas that that character in the first film is probably the worst part of the movie for me <laughs> because he's so just just such a flat character. Like, there's no, there is one dimension there. There's nothing interesting. It's just, I'm just evil because I'm evil. And you're like, okay. Whereas this one felt like, you have a character who's given the memories of the evil guy, but isn't the evil guy. Yeah. And so he has motivation for acting the way he does for actually wanting to hunt down Jake, but he also and motivation for acting differently too. Exactly. Yeah. And I, so I thought that was such a good choice. I know that the guy died in the first movie, but bringing him back at first, I was like, huh? Okay. This is interesting. But I was, I actually enjoyed all the scenes that that guy was in. Even talking about that, like he was one dimensional in the first one. Sigourney Weaver was yeah, two dimensional in the first one. Sam Worthington was one, one <laughs> dimensional in the first on, one. Yeah. I mean, aside from his arc of like, I'm just another soldier too. I'm going to fight for the, but I mean, he's a, so, I mean, so he's a dead ringer. For well, like, like he's, well, I guess <laughs> I would give that two dimensions. Then. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> We don't really know how dimensions work here, but you know what? That's <laughs> we're sticking to no, it. No, I mean so. like the bad guy being like that one note. That's uh, yeah. would, that's one dimensional of a character, but like ha- like even having uh, solely, I like this girl. I gotta fight this man. It's like that's, I don't know. That's two dimensional, I guess. Yeah, Zoe Zaldana in the first one. I don't know. I feel like she's a really good actress, and she was only okay in the first one. This one. It's actual emotion when she loses her child mm-hmm. or even when she thinks she's losing her child earlier on. You actually feel something this time. And I don't know, maybe people did in the first one, but I certainly did not in the first one. And this one, it was like, I can feel what the blue people are feeling. <laughs> <laughs> These emotions are as all, real all as the, the people on the screen. <laughs> all of the acting in this one was... Plus I one, think the writing was one, just, plus one just dimension. much, much better yeah. overall. And so everybody has a lot more to work with. It actually with. allowed the good actors to, to, be, to yeah. be good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I You said you probably won't watch it again, but I feel like it's one that I will revisit at least a few times. Uh, I, just, I, I just, I don't know. There's something magical about this world that he's created that I think is so so good. I mean, it's kind of like the, the joy. So I see a little bit of this. You, you mentioned how he's done this in the past with his other films, how he's been able to go back and like find new things to discover within this like bigger picture, you know, whether he created the world or he came in after somebody else created it or whatever Mm -hmm. case of aliens, but he's able to tell a new and interesting story in what seems like already, you know, traveled territory are very you know very charted territory (laughs) i think that's really cool i think there's a lot of you know part of the reason why i like like playing dungeons and dragons or dming is being able to take something that the players or even myself as the dm like think is familiar and then turn it on its head a little bit and then explore from a different angle and so i think he does a really good job with that especially in this film. 
I think, yeah, it felt like, all right, we understand Pandora. We know what it is. Cool. And now I feel like the world is so much bigger and I have no idea what else like mm-hmm. is waiting for us in the, in these next films that he's supposedly going to make. So there's going to be a secret Skyrim. <laughs> I think we're sticking to the ocean. It sounds like he's like, Nope, we're doing the ocean. Uh, yeah, he's, but he's, I mean, uh, you know, he's an ocean boy. There's <laughs> definitely got to be more. There's got to be more. And, and even as he was revealing more and more of what was, you know, this, this world that he's created, there's a lot of, uh, what's the uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? I don't know. Self control, I guess. Where he's just not going overboard. He's not really. going overboard. He's like willing to try and awe you with things that aren't necessarily what we're expecting to be awed by. Like just, and he does it so slowly. Like they they get to the water world, and the first thing we get to see is just they're just going to go underwater for a little bit and try and hold their breath. And there's just some fish swimming around, but like it's not anything like we you know we're not seeing the giant sea monsters and think because i expected if this is going to be about the ocean that we're going to see some like <laughs> some pretty big things and you could argue that like maybe the whale or that shark thing in the beginning are kind of like sea monsters but but they're basically just creatures that we have in our own world mm-hmm. and he sort of like gives them a, a mythology that's really interesting and makes you see things differently, I think, which is really effective for what he's trying to do. You know, he's obviously trying to make a statement about our own world and the way that we as humans care for it. So yeah, I, th- I like that he was able to bring awe and wonder into things that are not necessarily, I don't want to say that they're not necessarily <clears throat> wondrous because they are, but they're just small. They're just It's just such a small s- scale that I think it's, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I think it's really cool. I think I think I but keep even, saying that. I keep going even back. Even our that. even yeah. our own ocean, what we haven't explored. Yeah, um, a percent of it, two percent of it, but it, but even in that, like, none of us like you. You don't go snorkeling. I don't go snorkeling. We're not. We don't even live on the beach. Mm-hmm. So even 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 you or me just diving underwater in our ocean and seeing those fish, we'd we'd look at it and go. <gasps> Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. So he's just kind of taking that and he's just kind of like, that ninja fish has four eyes. Look at it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, you're not winning points for creativity on it being different, but it, it does look very pretty. Yeah. yeah. That Oh, that's alien coral. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's blue a, coral. That's right alien that's fish. They're clearly different than regular fish. <laughs> look how they swim. It's completely different. <laughs> they swim back to front. Ooh, four eyes. <laughs> See, I like that he didn't do that, though. Like, the whole back to front thing. Like, I don't know. Just, like, you oh, could no. totally see that it. happening <laughs> in any other movie that's like, oh, it's an alien ocean. So they just come up with, like, they swim backwards. aliens that live in the water. And you're like, no, the ocean is already literally full of aliens. We just need to show it as it is. And I think that's his whole approach is he's just kind of like, yeah, don't change much. Like, <laughs> like he's like, here's are, some real fish, fish that exist. Anyway, yeah. uh, just, you know, put them in there. Just maybe change the shape of their fin a little bit, you know, like, but he barely. And make them glowy. Make them glowy because it's this, Avatar. Yeah. Because it's Avatar and it's got to be glowy. Everything's got to. And give them tattoos. Give the whales <laughs> tattoos. Why the whales got tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> Who gave the whales tattoos? I didn't look. Did the the calf, biggest question the for the next movie tattoos? is why did I? I honestly only saw a tattoo on um on biggins on the big ones. Yeah, 
But uh, well, then maybe it was tattoos. Maybe that'll be the opening shot of the next one. Is <laughs> just a whale, a whale, a whale belly up a getting the, the, with his belly up. It's going to take all year. <laughs> yeah, it does. But this is what we do. <laughs> uh, so, okay, Avatar 3, here it comes, 20, 20, 34, okay? Oh, what are my expectations? What? No, I'm, not your expectations. No, I'm, um, I'm wondering, what are like, your, do I go what, into it going... <laughs> This is going to be as good as the last one, or uh, no, this is going to be the first one. Over I here. know Jake says, uh, you know, we're not leaving. Like, this is our home now. But the whole point of any, you know, story is that the main characters have to be uprooted from the routine, like the normal, and then kind of like brought into a new place in order to change and grow. Oh, they're going to uh, send... Uh, what happens? What are going to send Blue Jesus on her way because <laughs> she's going to have to go touch the spirit tree at the core of the planet so there's gonna be a, not a new tribe down there but they're gonna they're okay they'll dive even further under the water and a oh my god if he brings in like a submarine <laughs> he's got it he's like he's got it like you he's, guys didn't watch my mary i was gonna documentary, say he's got so we're gonna recreate it with these blue it's people <laughs> Yeah, that's my guess now. Yeah, he's gonna recreate his documentary, but with blue people, and she's gotta touch the. There's a, there's some spirit tree, spirit root at the bottom of the deepest part of the ocean, where she has to contact, uh, not Gaia, but whatever their planet's version of that is. Oh gosh, I'm forgetting now that you said Gaia. That's all I can think of. Yeah, blue blue Jesus touches the bottom of the ocean, and then uh. Becomes Neo. Becomes Neo. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm wondering if, like, we're going to... I know we, we joked that maybe this is the... Uh, I don't know. I just wonder if we'll see other... Because this is a, a movie the about desert, nature. <laughs> well, I, I wonder if we're not necessarily going to see the desert, but I wonder if we're going to start seeing the effects of human... Like, the presence of humanity on the planet. So we, we start to see a lot of this beauty go away or, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know if he'll go, he will. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying that. Uh, like, but starting to see the sea levels rise and, and stuff like that. So we start to get, well, a that's bit good of, for the, for the, for the ocean people. people right? Yeah. But not necessarily for the whole planet. So <laughs> who knows? Uh, They're like, no, now we have more square footage. <laughs> and fewer fish. Our village floats. You see, it just goes up when the water goes up. So it's fine. <laughs> The whales have to swim five feet further in. They get completely lost. No whale over here. Yeah. I do want to know what, because, uh, you know, they say that she has epilepsy, uh, that Blue Jesus has epilepsy, that she well, can never touch. Well, the modern science people right, said. Yeah. But she can never touch the, uh, well, I can't, what is it called? Uh, it's not Gaia. What is it? Spirit tree. Thing. Yeah. The, they like, call it like the mother, mother the planet, basically. But she can't touch her again, or else you know she could potentially die. But then they never touch on it again, which makes me think, okay, well we're, we're going to go explore said that later underwater on. underwater again. Oh, specifically underwater. I yeah. don't know. He said if she touches it again underwater, it sort of seemed like he was saying it's okay that she has a seizure. She just can't have one underwater. That's right. He, next time he had, she can't have a seizure underwater because she might die. Yeah. <laughs> like so then maybe like having a seizure is just 
that's fine. Well, <laughs> I mean, like, it's you can survive. That's not gonna so, kill you. It's like, <laughs> it's like no, don't right. have the seizure. No. Top. If you find one of these outside the water, go ahead, touch it. She'll be all right. <laughs> Couple of seizures, nothing to worry about. Nobody dies from a seizure. <laughs> this scientist sounds like a hick. Well, I was gonna say something. Oh, dang got it. It's gone. I mean, I th- I think, I think she is the blue Jesus. Well, yes, but in the sense <laughs> that, like, if the planet is God, then yes, she is. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely the yeah. blue Jesus in the sense that, like, you know, Sigourney Weaver, the dad is the the biover, <laughs> like the the biome. It's just nature, and so Sigourney was just like. Oh my born? goodness, this planet is so hot. <laughs> the better glory. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it's cool. I like that character a lot, actually. I liked it way more than I thought it was going to when they first introduced it. There, A lot of the stuff in the beginning was like, okay, interesting choice, weird choice, okay. All right. That was a real quick explanation for something very strange. They're just kind of like, yeah, this is Sigourney Weaver's daughter. She had a daughter. We don't know how, though. Also, where's Sigourney Weaver? I don't know. Like, she's blueing in this She's blueing in a tank, and we're just going to leave her behind the whole time, which I thought that was funny the whole time. They're like, hey, the Sully's stick together. Sully's stick together. Spider? Spider who? He's not a Sully. Leave him behind. <laughs> like, no no rescue attempt whatsoever. They're just kind of like, eh. It would have been. <laughs> it just felt very strange. I guess I get. It would have been much more okay if they saw his mask cracked. Oh, I see. So we needed to see the. Well, they needed to have seen it. Right. And then they would have been like, even if we get him, we can't save him. He has to go with him. Yeah. Right. Like specifically right now. Because mm. they'll bring him back. To... Did his mask get cracked? Yes. Oh, I didn't notice that. In the. Uh, when he fell down and they got him again. And alone from everybody else, his, his mask was cracked. Oh, interesting. So, even if they'd have got him back, he would have died. He yes, would have died him. unless he went with them. Which I thought they were going to see him and be like, "We have to leave him behind." But it didn't seem like they saw him. Yeah. It seemed like they were just like, "Leave him behind." <laughs> I mean, from like, that, even just from that thinking of like, yeah, he he literally only he only survives because of the mask. Like they can't take him away from right the source of his oxygen essentially, so they have to let him. Yeah, let but him they so but they didn't that. know that they didn't know that his mask was broken. But right. even if his mask wasn't broken, I don't think that those masks last forever. So I think that he they're not just like oh you're saying if if they went even else. if they were like all right well, we're leaving you want to come the with village us? at first but yeah yeah so I think him. I think it works still. It just was funny to me how it was like, they're like, we stick together. <laughs> Except for that guy. Yeah. Screw that guy. <laughs> He's tiny. <laughs> He's not blue skin. <laughs> Leave him behind. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Jake, weren't you? Okay. Never mind. And then uh, there was one line where I did almost laugh, and it was uh, when uh, Kiri is, is crying, and the dad's like, is it about Spider? And she's like, yeah, but No. no. <laughs> You're so incredibly <laughs> wrong. He's like, no, just you know, my my dad, my real dad, the planet is just so awesome. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, I'll I'll just live I'll here. Go, I guess I'll, I'll go, go over there. <laughs> Wait, what does it sound like? <laughs> Mighty. That does okay. 
Uh, my teeth. That's not how something. Okay, I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> Weird adopted kid. Weird ad- <laughs> Who doesn't have a dad? <laughs> no, to me it felt like it. Uh, uh, the story also felt weird in that it's a video game story. Uh, how so? It just is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like, uh, it's 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 like the parts being told in between levels where you play as the kids or you play as Jake and then you, I mean, blow stuff up and kill stuff and... It, uh, every time you're playing, it's very actiony, and then the story's like, "Why? Because this." Blah, blah 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 blah. It felt like a video game. Hmm. Even even like the setup of it, like where it starts, uh, in, in not in that. I'm not including the first movie, just this right, movie. Yeah. It yeah to me it felt like a video game, which I'm not. I mean, you like video games. So. Yeah. I'm not say, I'm not saying it like yay or nay about it. I'm just saying it uh-huh. like movies to me don't normally feel like this could be a like it, it felt like you were playing a video game behind the scenes and then showing me the cutscenes. Interesting. But I don't, but I don't not, think I see but that, not like but leaving I, enough stuff out to where, you know, not not leaving yeah. anything out. But yeah, movies don't feel like that to me a lot of times, but this one really did. And I'm worried, that, like when they show Last of Us on HBO, I'm worried it's going to be like, this is the video game. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is going to be the video game, but I don't think it's going to feel like a video game. Not in the sense that you're talking about that, like kind of, here's a task, go complete that task. Which is why I don't think I agree with you on this movie because oh, that there are definitely just, times even when it's you like, saying that is like oh yeah for sure video game <laughs> but like that's the that's it's when like it, when a movie kid, feels your kids like found a thing go rescue them <laughs> okay spike got or spider got oh, captured everything Run is a away. quest and they just okay i mean yeah it, when it comes to jake and head back and, to the village uh is it natiri yeah yeah when it comes to them yeah but they're all like <laughs> best parents of the year award where they're just like never <laughs> around and their kids are always getting captured by the enemy or in the bad like worst place ever the parents are just like always like guys knock it off <laughs> the chief would you stop getting in trouble sister a freak i'm trying to look cool for punch the chief, him okay <laughs> i'll teach him a lesson quick yeah. time event <laughs> honestly like yeah their storyline is not front and center i mean it's all it's all about you know, from the perspective of those kids. And so, I don't know. I think my, f- I really loved the l- youngest kid. Uh, is it Took? The li- little one. The little one, yeah. I just liked the performance that whoever played that kid. Oh, yeah. I thought they did such a good job. I guess I didn't even think about that, but that was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just bought that that was a little kid. Like, yeah. I didn't even think twice about it. Even just some of their lines feel like things that kids would have, would got, say got, like that she got caught again yeah she she's like tied up, tied up again. again but just from the way that like how joyful that character was i also love that they stuck together like uh, you know there were a lot of times where they were like hey stay here stay here but then all the kids would always just like inevitably no. end up together <laughs> um i just i like that about it because it just reminded me so much of um 
little like you know hanging out with my brothers when we were growing up and stuff and so there was like lots of that like the oldest me being the oldest trying to kind of go off on my own but then you know them tagging along like all that stuff and so um i liked all that that whole family family element um, cool. Well, it worked real good the first time, and <laughs> you're three feet tall, so <laughs> it worked real good. <laughs> uh, I did like the when the whale was like, basically like, oh, here's my fin. I bet. Please don't shoot Got me. Him. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. <laughs> I loved all that. Feel bad for that guy's arm. Yeah, but also. I, I get that the whales in the beginning part, like, don't retaliate. But, if they, like, if they're that nimble and, and and you can, like, the angry one, I guess, was dodging and stuff. Like, the other ones do that, too. Uh, I mean, the one that they hunted was the mother. So she's trying to protect her calf, which is kind of, I think, the whole point was that they knew that she wasn't going to be as aggressive because of her young which makes I mean, sense. It it's terrible, but it's also... Is it aggressive to dodge <clears throat> and think like a bullet? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. Or just be like, no, no, don't hit that fan. Get, stop it. Stop. I mean, it was pretty like... It felt pretty unstoppable, like way they, the way that they were all out hunting. Yeah, if, like it was, if it's a dumb animal. Like yeah. they were using the depth charges and stuff like that. Like they weren't using uh, the depth charges in that fight where the whale was doing the, all that stuff because they didn't want to. Yeah. But, I mean, if kid. it's a dumb animal, yeah, they have it down to science how to get that animal. But if it's an animal smarter than you or me, how could they, like, you think you could pin down one way to always get one human separated from other humans? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've never been a whale hunter, so I'm not <laughs> sure. Well, this is this would be more like a human hunter, or like, like even smarter than a human. Yeah. Uh, well, mean, they're also like to pacifists too. So yeah, but is it, does a pacifist mean I let you kill me, or does a pacifist maybe. mean maybe it does to the whales? I don't know. I, I, well, yeah, I guess so. To that one, <laughs> to the beginning whales, it was like, yeah, kill me if you want. And then once one whale's like the the outcast whale who was already okay with like fighting back, I guess was like, oh. I'll fight back. It's like, <laughs> oh, he's really good at fighting. <laughs> he does have to dodge. Look. Yoink. Yeah. You thought you were going to hit my fan. You got yoinked, son. And I was thinking uh, in this, this is our world, right? Like this is Earth. And they're journeying out from Earth to Pandora, right? Yes. So it's realistic that this that whale could have gotten that trick from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> they got a screener somehow <laughs> on movie night. He was getting his tattoos done and in the shop it was just on the TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, like, that's probably I remember was. that. That's He's probably like, good. Wow, that's cool. I like that. He used a tow cable to take down the... A... Okay, all right. <laughs> Oh, and, oh, and like I said, he took off the wrong arm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're like, ah, but the poetic justice. It was just, it was the you other the right arm. one. Not the I know you arm. got him, but like, come on. Oh, it wasn't even the point, dude. <laughs> 
If you're going to get the wrong one. If you're going to get the wrong one. You take a fin. It I hurt to watch it. Watch his arm be stuck underneath that metal cable. It just, yeah, it didn't feel good to watch it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that definitely is painful. I can, I can tell that's painful. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of uh, the scene where she snips her arm and spins her. Oh, just oh, that one uh, little, like, yeah, I forgot about that. It, yeah, that. And you're ooh. like, there was too much yeah. meat <laughs> in that snap. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking of her chomping on the pearls. and it's just, oh. oh, gosh. No, 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 no. <laughs> on a scale of one to cheat save. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Stop that. Stop that. No, no, no. Not anymore. No. <clears throat> uh, any other thoughts? Any, I don't know. Any other Anything you want to say to James Cameron? No. <laughs> I was going to say nothing, nothing that's really kind of quick, I guess, now. Well, I mean, it's you can have a thought that's not quick. Um, no, it was just, I mean, it was. it's more about, <coughs> it's less about the movie and more about just how we are, like how humans are. I, I think it's super weird, and I mean, and everybody that hears it's going to be like, because you haven't had a kid yet. Mm. Yeah. Like, to me, the one person I would want to save more than anyone would be the, my wife. I mean, second place, kid. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. I think it's weird. I don't even get the progression of it. Like, you fall in love with someone so much that you want to spend the rest of your life with them making other people that you have to manage instead of seeing them all the time. <laughs> I love you so much that I want to mix DNA with you and see what comes out and then manage that person. Well, do you want to approach this from a, like, love conquers all thing type I mean, but, perspective I mean, or a biological, like, I don't, I don't know fittest. that I buy into the, I don't know that I buy into the biological, like, imperative of having children. Mm. I'm not saying I don't want to have children. I'm just saying I don't how I don't get how that comes from. Like I don't get how it's a progression from that's a really cute girl to I managed like I clean this thing's poopy diapers, you know? Like that to me is two lines that don't connect. <laughs> um. Two separate lines. <laughs> Not like, ooh, that's a pretty girl. I want to clean her baby's diapers. He, I will try to give <laughs> my best guess because I know what you mentioned earlier. You said, like, oh, well, I don't have kids, so maybe I don't understand. Like, I, I, yes, there is that side of it that's just like, you know, people will just be like, well, you haven't had kids yet. So you just, you know, when you have kids, just, it just uh, changes you. I also just don't, as, you I know, also all don't that buy stuff. that either. But, you know, you know. <clears throat> uh, I will say it's real, but. I also know that it sounds dumb, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that it sounds dumb. So I'm not going to use that as my, like, reasoning here. What I am going to say is I I don't... It's hard for me to be like, oh, no, I love my kid more than my wife. It's not It's not like that. It It's hard to, just like, explain. But what I will say is, like, as far as that, that uh, progression... Of like, oh, you see a cute girl, you want to marry that girl, you want to be with her forever, and then changing poopy diapers. 
it's it's kind of like <laughs> you're leaving all, a lot out. The, I mean, but it's that's not the just, ultimate end of that, right? Like, <clears throat> no, I mean the they don't po- have poopy diapers forever. Like, you know, eventually they're changing <laughs> your poopy diapers. You know, so it so, all comes back. So, so, okay, so they'll change mine when I need. That's them. why you have them. Yeah. So, um, no, what I mean is like there's a in having the kid, in getting married, you you know, you you love this person for for who they are for, you know, obviously they're the good things about them, but as you are with them longer, you start to learn the things that you don't like about that person. <laughs> I'm serious. Like that's just a relationship. I mean, yeah, you learn like you have, you know, you, you learn to live or with e- each other. Even got the God, the cute things, the things that when you start yeah, out, like the little things so that are like, Oh, that's cute. so sweet. They those like, Oh my gosh. So annoying. Yeah. I mean, that stuff's all real. Like that all happens, but you, you learn to just like love the person for who they are in spite of their flaws and, and, Oh, it's so shortcomings. cute. It's so cute. She doesn't um, finish a stick of gum. She puts it on top of the microwave. <laughs> later. And then like 10 years in, you're like, is this piece of gum from you? You can't throw it away? 10 years you've been doing this. So that, you know, that kind of thing. You know, in any relationship, you're going to learn, you're going to learn all the things about some. You're going to learn everything about somebody, you know, for the most part, the good and the bad love ends up becoming more of a commitment to that person and a choice to be with the continue to be with that person than it is a like, Ooh, this feels like good. You know, it's not just about feelings anymore. And when you have a kid, at least for me, I think the thing that I love most and what is why it feels like, yes, this is the next uh, and most natural, most beautiful, like progression in my relationship with my wife is because our daughter represents the best of both of us. She represents what wasn't possible for either of us that could be possible for her. And I say that very broadly because I don't mean like, oh, you know, I wasn't able to complete this goal, but maybe she will. It's not like that. Like, Obviously, you can make it that you if you really want to. <laughs> yeah, you will overcome. <laughs> but that's not what that's not what I mean. It's just there's just <laughs> something about like seeing the the joy of discovery in her <laughs> that uh, makes you remember things about like yourself that you had forgotten, and so I think it opens up your eyes a little bit just uh, to, to what matters and what doesn't matter, and so. I think you obviously need to continue to love your spouse, but there's something about loving your child together that is like the next step in that. So I don't know, but obviously I'm, I'm fairly new dad. So that's the only way I can describe it without going, it just feels different, man. It's just, you just gotta have, you know, once you, you'll know when I mean, you have yeah, a kid. I mean, putting your spouse in a scenario to where they can, show love in different ways to a different person who's still kind of also you in a way. So that would make you see the love from your spouse in different ways, plus the ways that you already normally see it. I mean, I could see that, but I do like, I don't know. I don't think people, I think that's something that happens because you have a kid, not a reason people have kids. 
I mean, it can be both, I think. Mm, I'm not saying some people don't have kids for that reason, but I don't. I don't feel like that's a reason a lot of people have kids. But I don't know. I haven't had a kid. I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm also saying you don't have to have kids. Like, there's not. That's fine too. I, and, also, like and also, for me, I don't feel like I would have to have a kid to find new ways. No, that's. I don't mean that. That's like, oh, this. There's nothing left with our love. You got to have a kid now. I mean, to, but, like but that's that not is, what I meant. But yeah, but that is kind of the thought, isn't it? I don't. That's not what I. I don't think so. No, no. I think you can have a perfectly happy relationship without children. That's still good. I, I know plenty of people that have. I, think I don't know. I don't know. It's just different. <laughs> everybody wants kids. I Not just, everybody. Yeah. Name one couple. <laughs> Name one couple. <laughs> Name one couple, Randy. No, I mean I have family. So it's people that stayed single or not stayed single, but stayed um, childless. Uh, childless their whole life. But um, not that they didn't love kids, but they just never had their own. Yeah, I mean, even then, I'm saying like, I want kids. So does that? But I don't understand how that will in any way correlate with. I like this lady. Yeah. I don't I think like there's anything wrong with that children. either. <laughs> I, I mean, there's definitely people that are like, oh, it's my kids. I love my kids more than anything in the world. But you know, all that stuff. Like, and then their spouse takes like second, like backseat to that. And then there are other people like, nope, nope, it's your spouse first, your kids are second. Or it's God first, spouse, and then <laughs> and then your kids. Like, you got to keep it that way. Yes, sure. Okay, that's fine too. Like, there's nothing wrong with that either. It, I, it feels weird to, like, tr- to put to people put, on a scale a, like that. Like to in put them in order. Like, yeah, I it's love like, you okay. third. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, like you pick up your daughter and you're like, you're not first in dad's life. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It feels weird to be like, oh, I love my, you know, spouse more. So if, if I had to pick, that's a weird, like, why are you giving me that choice? Like, don't, don't put me in that scenario. That's such a weird thing to, I don't know. So I don't, I don't know if it's. Well, that's what I did, Randy. I know you did. That's what I'm saying. Don't do it. I'm saying, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Stop <laughs> Get me out of this. I want to be in there. I don't like this. <clears throat> this jacket sleeves are too long. This jacket You're tying them around the back of me. <laughs> <laughs> you got trapped. No, I envi- you're saying uh, something about correcting our mistakes. Now, I just envisioned you with a wooden sword. And Raya, no, Raya, stab. You stab. <laughs> you're never going to kill my arsenosis <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of who my arch nemesis would be. <laughs> you know, maybe you don't know him yet, but maybe in this alternate scenario, world scenario, I feel like it's probably each other. Like it's when we're, <laughs> you know, when the podcast has run its course and we both have conflicting visions you'll for ne- where the future of the podcast goes. Like <laughs> and bring the podcast back <laughs> to what the glory that it used to be. <laughs> oh, like, dad no one even listens to podcasts anymore <laughs> you know they why? would though you know why <laughs> you know why it's because of that Jeremiah kill him you've got to kill him <laughs> and I, I secretly had a clone the whole time you didn't know oh that. man yeah I've been yep. training no no I secretly was a clone yeah then she kills me then I show up 
at the next podcast. And you're like, wait. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Pulling a Metal Gear Solid on me. <laughs> I'm at your grave, and then you visit, you show up, and I'm like, what? They call me <laughs> Big Jeremiah. <laughs> the podcast was never the same without you. <laughs> I thought I knew it was best. <laughs> I was wrong. Old Randy. I'm so sorry. Old Randy and Big Jeremiah. <laughs> Big Jeremiah. You're, like, you're, you're sitting there smoking. And I have a bandana. And an eye patch. What do you want, Old Randy? <gasps> Fox die. <laughs> old Randy and Big Jeremiah. <laughs> Start this episode starring Old Snake and Big Boss. Oh, I, will, I will say the uh, the end where they were fighting in the ship, too. I was like, this is Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I don't know, man. That's like, like, like da, 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 I've da, seen, I've da, seen da, movies... Da. Plenty of movies where like the ship is going under and like they're trapped inside and like they can't, you know, there's no way out type of thing. I this version of it, this iteration of it, made me feel like I was suffocating. Like I felt so. I meant before, I meant before that when they're like, and like the whole ship's turning and stuff sliding everywhere and they're like having to fight around it. Oh, I see. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like one punch, one punch, <laughs> one punch, one punch. No, yeah, I mean, I just think when they, when they were all trapped inside, in their own different ways, and I thought that was really good. Also, any any shot of like Nateri like jumping through the air and then like spinning around to like skewer somebody with oh, her arrows yeah, was always like, yep, give me a few more of those shots. I'll, <laughs> I'll take. I'll, that'll be fine. Yeah. Every time she never like just like straight up just shoots somebody. She always like runs away from them and then like you know shoot shoot spin move fade away like <laughs> three pointer like just all right Michael Jordan <laughs> calm down every time she's always <laughs> so she never gets caught man that's why they can't hit her with a bullet they can't hit her because she's too fast <laughs> fading away. She's like, she's supposed to be over there. She's, she's over there. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. I will say uh, missed opportunity for some big crab battles. <laughs> um, I did appreciate those crab suits. I do. I, and, yeah, I do uh, like the. Uh, the kind of. Mr. Cameron, Mr. Cameron. What, Mr. Is the, Cameron. <laughs> what are these machines going to look like? <laughs> Crabs. What else? <laughs> They're like, crabs? He's like, yeah, you can't improve on Mother Nature. <laughs> okay. Crabs it is. Like six legs. Every, six legs, not four. Six. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Four wouldn't do it. Would it? <laughs> four wouldn't do it. I'm really curious to see where they go with things now because the motivation, you know, in the first film was – you know, humanity found this this seemingly endless source of riches, uh, and they were going to, you know, they were essentially sending it back to Earth to sort of like, you know, build up Earth. Now, in the deleted scenes of the first film, they have an alternate opening where it shows the planet is like supposedly like dying, like we had killed our own planet type of a thing. Like it's like 
everybody wear you know everybody wears masks like gas masks and other things like that because the air is not really that breathable um you you but you also assume that like this is like the where the poor people are you know where Jake Silly lives he or yeah where he lives is just kind of like where all the like the bottom of the bottom but that's the only glimpse we get to see really of earth is just that is like a crowded gross uh like city intersection and where he's like crossing the street and it's like basically like coruscant on a real bad day you know <laughs> so if they kept using then gasoline engines in this they say anti-gravity well in this they say that their planet the earth is dying and they need to find a new home so that they're like pandora's it even though we got our butts kicked here last time we're coming back and we're taking this place and it's going to be our new new home so that makes me think, okay, well, terraforming. They're planning on making this place habitable for humanity. I'm assuming in a way that that means probably destroying the entire biosphere of the planet as is. So we've got big things. I want to know what, big kills, consequences, what kills big them in 10 seconds. Uh, they just can't. I think the air was poison, wasn't it, for them? I mean, yeah, but what kind of poison? Uh, Pandora poison. <laughs> you know. Something that. Something that the Navi need to breathe. Yeah. Because when they're in Earth uh, atmosphere, they have their own breathers. So it would be a a poison, a poison that kills humans in 10 seconds that if the Navi don't breathe for 10 minutes, they die. I'm looking forward to you explaining any way. I don't know if you really need to. Uh, to me, it doesn't really matter, but just the uh, i mean i'm not i'm not saying i couldn't come up with something either, yeah. like right now but like i just want to hear you explain that go for it yeah. <laughs> the navi um, need poison well, what i what i'm getting at is that it's like that's the motivation now for humans being there is that they're trying to find a new home so obviously if it's a new home it's not just money. It's no longer like, well, I don't want it anymore. You know, whatever. <laughs> like now it's like, well, sorry. Like you can kick us off, but like we're coming back because we have to have a new home is different than we want more money. But we also have this weird thing in the like whale brain juice, which apparently stops aging. And he's talking about it. Like which he's got be, his own little worse for the planet. <clears throat> well, he has his own little, they kind of open the door a little bit to the, the broader, like the bigger picture, but they don't really stick around long enough to give us too much information. But he, he kind of is there and he's like, not with the military. He's like his own operation on the planet uh, where he's like getting this material that they have. And so you assume that he's probably been doing this for a while. So this anti-aging stuff makes sense that it would only be available to the super rich, but He's found it or his company has found it and they're trying, they're sending the stuff back and they're making money off of it. But how would that, no, it doesn't look like he's using <laughs> it, but like, how would they, like, I feel like I'd be the first one to use it. I, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know, money or uh, long life. Goes. I don't know. I'm just curious how those two are going to tie together. I guess uh, these humans that have the ability to essentially live forever, you know, apart from, physical death like of like actually being physically killed like the elves like the elves yeah um so we have the elves and the elves need a new home (laughs) 
and uh, just you and know. apparently the elves can't breathe the human air, right. and, if, and they're going to change it, which would kill all the humans. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they need a little bit of poison. <laughs> need a little bit. Of poison. All right. Well, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> we're on Pandora. We're not in Kansas anymore. I, what was the line from the first movie? I always I. <laughs> Mostly because it's terrible, but I get I that unobtainium. Like, no, get yeah, right. Get that unobtainium. That's right. That's right. I remember when they shout that. <laughs> get that unobtainium. But oh. it's wait. <laughs> How do you mean that? <laughs> you mean because I don't think I can. Just no, what's the the villain has this line. Oh gosh, what is it? It's it's like uh you know, you fought in like all these wars or whatever, but it's you know, that's it's gonna feel like a little R and R compared to a tour on Pandora. Like it just was it's so like over the top and cheesy. <laughs> I wish I remembered the line exactly how it was. This. But it's him describing it to like the new people showing up, you know, basically the audience. But he's like really hyping up like how terrible it is. You know, it's basically hell here in Pandora. And then you're like Okay. Cool. <laughs> but then the rest of the movie is kind of like, isn't it awesome here? And you're like, yeah, I don't know what that guy was talking about. It's real pretty. It's because they, so, they wouldn't let him have the unobtainium. That's right. Yeah, he wanted it. He wanted yeah. to obtain it. And they said, well, you can't. Because you keep calling it. <laughs> if you change the name, we if might be call- able to get our hands on it. If you call it obtainium, <laughs> guess what we can do? Obtain it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. This is uh, this has been Avatar: The Way of Water. <laughs> a surprisingly okay movie. A surprisingly okay movie. Yeah, I liked it. I'm surprised that Jeremiah did. I'm surprised that I did. Here we go. A surprisingly okay movie, and the one most surprised. Is the one who's not in Kansas anymore. Mm. Thanks for listening. This is about movies.